the USFL gambling podcast, live reaction show to the USFL draft on the sports gambling podcast network presented by WinBet. for every $25 you bet on college basketball. WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March madness and a thousand dollars in free win bet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So go grab that thing and let it ride. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. Next up, we have yeah, like I said, Terrell Bonds to uh, to the Pittsburgh Maulers, and that is one where uh, look, there uh, he's a Tennessee. Is every player from Tennessee State? I was gonna say this seems like it's been the sixth Tennessee State player that we've gotten in here. The guy has Memphis Express experience. He's got um, experience. In, most recently, he's been in the Dolphins practice room. And if if I'm looking for a good like defensive back cornerback. I want a player from the Dolphins. They have a great cornerback room. Yeah, and he was part of yeah, he's part of the the the, the Memphis Express uh where he did block a punt for a touchdown. So he he's he's been a star already in in some of the spring football leagues and uh yeah, I mean anyone that's 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 had experience in the NFL, especially the Baltimore Ravens too. You made a good point with the Dolphins. The Ravens uh we saw it. Matt McDonald was there or Mike McDonald, I'm sorry. Uh, they just keep a, a pretty stout defense most years. I know maybe last year wasn't that perfect example, but um, I think it was pretty good. Okay, Derek Jones was drafted by. Well, wait, we got Tay Hayes to the Stallions and Derek Jones to the Breakers. So let's don't let, even it, forget we skipped over Will Likely to the Gamblers. Gamblers. Oh man, it's flying in it's here. Flying here. It is flying in here. Will Likely is a guy of Maryland Terrapin. So that one. Uh, Hey, this guy played for the New England Patriots. He played defensive back for Belichick, which is one of the positions he's no he knows best. He also played for the DC Defenders and XFL Jim, USFL Jim, XFL legend. Yes, XFL this, legend. Exactly, and the the Defenders had a great defense in that short season that we had before COVID hit. 
he also played in the spring league for the jousters. I think it's a pretty good pick there. So uh, will so also just like Tennessee state. I feel like this is the eighth Maryland player that we've seen. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> they, maybe, maybe they, they're plugged in somehow, but then we have Derek Jones to the breakers. I like this pick quite a bit. It's a, you, yeah, he was a, he was a three star wide receiver at Ole Miss uh, made the position change in college uh, bounced around the NFL and then uh, was, you know, in the XFL with the, uh, with the uh, Seattle dragons. Um, you know, I, I like these position change players, especially giving them a little bit more chance to develop. You know, I, I like this. I'm hoping that there's one more dragon that shows up for the DBs, which is San, my boy Santos Ramirez, but love this pick for the breakers. Yeah. And the breakers continue to have, I think a low key, great, a great draft going. Um, I know. I feel like I'm saying that for every team. That's not the case. I don't think the Houston gamblers are having a great draft. Uh, the jury's still out on the Michigan Panthers, but I, I like- think if we look back this snake draft, I think we're going to look back and see that I can't see too many things upset. Uh, maybe you could like, obviously knock the Shea Patterson pick if you're not big on it, but I've, I've, I've been warming up. Yeah. And the Clay, maybe the Clayton Thorson pick. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll see how that shakes out. You know, clearly they had their reasons and I'd love to hear them as the, you know, as we near kick uh, April 16th in the USFL in Birmingham, Alabama. But yeah, I think, uh, I think uh, Derek Jones of the breakers is a good pick. We got the Michigan Panthers on the clock and uh, Hey, I mean, you're rocking with the USFL gambling podcast. And these are, these are a couple uh the second team is fantastic. Shout out to XFL Jim. He's on Twitter at XFL Jim. And I call him USFL Jim and my guy chase the wolf of Oaklawn. You can follow him on Twitter at of Oaklawn. Trust me. I mean, it's, it's a Mustang subscribe. They do a podcast together. They do a show together. You got to check it out. Uh, here we go on the clock, Michigan Panthers, Rod Villagoma's back rod. We're, we're in the thick of this round nine corners are going. Um, we just, we just had a couple of draft picks. I think the breakers had another good draft pick. I kind of like what the new Orleans breakers are doing. Maybe it's maybe those uniforms are just swaying me, but, uh, here we are nine rounds in. What do you, what do you think it's so far, man? What do you, what do you make of uh nine rounds in or eight and a half round or no nine and a half rounds in. I, I I'm loving the mix of veterans and, and young rookies. I, I love, I'm seeing it across the board where we talked about it just before where, you know, there's a lot of young talent, but there's also on these teams it's spread around. It feels like the veteran presences are, are all spread around and spread evenly through these teams. So they're able to, really just teach the young guys how to play. And, and I like seeing that. I like seeing what this league is doing. I love that what XFL, XFL gym two said, as far as the snake format, the snake format is, I think what it's new, right? We've never really seen this in pro. Uh, it, it, it appeals to the fantasy football player in me, but I'm loving the way that it, it's working and it, the strategic way that it, it's working out eight teams. You don't have to wait too long for your pick, uh, which is good. Like we talked about on your show where you don't have to wait a very long time to pick your next guy, but you're still seeing some strategy play out uh, as we have another pick rolling. Yeah. Jamison Houston is drafted by the, 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 I almost said the Carolina, the Michigan Panthers. Yeah. It was the Carolina Panthers oh that ripped off the Michigan Panthers. Uh, just so you history buffs know that is not, I see so many people saying, Oh, the, the Michigan Panthers ripped the Carolina. No, that's not true. The, the Carolina Panthers ripped off the Michigan Panthers, but here we are. Jamison Houston. I love to drink Jamison and I, I, uh, Hey, I've had fun in Houston before. So there we go. He is a corner from Baylor coming in. And this is a guy that has spent 
He's been on four NFL teams, the Cleveland Browns, Carolina Panthers, Philadelphia Eagles, and Jacksonville Jaguars all within two years. He's, he's well-traveled. All right. He's collecting those frequent flyer miles, I hope. Uh, but uh, we'll see how he does in, in the, in the USFL. Cause I, I obviously you must be de- like, these are the past two years, four teams. You must be decently good to be on those things. And the, 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 the smallest mistake can get you cut from one of those teams. Maybe you didn't, you missed a block certain things. So I, I, I think he's an NFL caliber corner. So I think it's a good pick overall t- for the Michigan Panthers. Yes, he does. He got total 19 total tackles in the league and an interception. So definitely not that bad. Uh, if he could make it out there. Yeah. in two seasons too. I mean, come on. That's, that's uh that's, pr- that's pretty quality right there. And he the does band. have NFL snaps. That's the thing too. Like he has NFL snaps with the bills. So uh, that goes a long way with, with uh, what he can bring to the team as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just think uh, you look and, uh, and I know you covered this article with the, uh, with defensive backs. Is there anyone right now that you're just saying, man, I'm surprised they haven't been taken yet. I'm still surprised Jojo Tillery's not taken off the board yet. That that's, that's really what I'm looking at, but now we, we actually have highlights from yeah. old Trey Elson. There we go. There we go. Look at him. Nice. Oh, what is that? <laughs> hey, the, the game is on. What is he doing? Nice little okie doke right yeah. there. <laughs> I'll take that. That's a little nice oh. hands. Oh man. Putting on the spot, put himself in a good position to actually get the ball there. Mm, yeah. Mm, I mean, mm. I like what I see good positioning. He was able to read the quarterback there. So yeah, I mean, he looks like a, a good solid all around player. And we talked about Ole Miss being a, a good school to, to pull from. Um, so yeah, these guys definitely are, 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 are going to work for this league. Yeah. I mean, just a slew. I feel like a lot of Ole Miss players now coming in there, Trey Alston, uh, that that's, that's a pick. Look, this guy is, is been around. He's been on basically every team you can think of. All right. Ready? New Orleans saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Cleveland Browns, Buffalo bills, Philadelphia Eagles, Buffalo bills, Miami dolphins, Philadelphia Eagles, New Orleans saints, Houston roughnecks, Calgary Stampeders. Holy hell. Uh, this guy, obviously you're doing something right to be staying around playing professional football. You know, this is a guy who came out of college in 2016. So he is a veteran. I think that's a good pick for the generals. Marcus Lewis has now gone. Marcus, Marcus Lewis, Lewis to the Philadelphia stars. Is this yet another Maryland player? I mean, another Maryland player. What, what, what is, is happening what is here? here? I I'm a guy that, you know, I grew up not far from the university of Maryland. My mother went to the university of Maryland and uh, Hey, they didn't have a rich football history for a long time, but the USFL is making it relevant. Uh, here, here we go. I mean, this is a guy, he was a transfer from Florida state. All right. Coming over, a uh, former four-star recruit. Now he is the second best player ever ranked in the Washington D.C. area when he was coming out of high school. So the talent is certainly there. Uh, originally from, so that's why he transferred to, to Maryland. Most likely, is he wanted to go home. Marcus Lewis, newest member of the Philadelphia Stars, and I think yeah, you're seeing right there uh, what what he brings to the table. This is a guy, and once again. You know, you're going up again. Maryland's been terrible. All right. We can't hide from that. They've been terrible. But uh, the fact is, you're going up against Ohio State. You're going up against Penn State. You're going up against Michigan and Michigan State. And those guys, 
you know, even with Michigan or Michigan State running somewhat conservative offenses, they have good wideouts. So uh, battle tested certainly. Marcus Lewis, congrats to him and the Philadelphia Stars for getting who they wanted. Tampa Bay Bandits, last team on the clock in the ninth round. Bandit ball is here to stay. Um, what are we doing here? Devonte Davis, Devonte Davis from Texas. That is one I am uh, familiar with because, uh, Hey, Texas, you know, this is a guy that uh, I think was, was a pretty darn good player. As I Google him, I get the, uh, yeah, he was a former wideout. I'm sorry. I'm I, the Wikipedia page pulled up a uh, UNLV player named Devonte Davis. Um, yeah. Devonte Davis, uh, you know, started out as a wide receiver, switched over. This is a guy six two, uh, two oh five from Booker T. Washington High School, uh, in Miami, Florida. So uh this is a pretty good pick here. Especially dual threat. He played wide receiver, played corner, you run you run into some problems, throw him out there on the the field at wide receiver. That's and that's what it really boils down to. A lot of these uh DBs say they can play wide receiver and, and vice versa. So this is a guy that actually backed it up and can do it as well. Uh, you look at his, his season over 2019, he had 42 tackles uh, and then a fumble recovery force fumble uh, an interception in there too. So, you know, he he's got the skills to be able to do it and he's going to do a la Duran Carter of the CFL, as much as I don't like to say his name uh, and make that switch from wide receiver to DB and, and do it in a professional league. So uh, he'll get a chance to show and show if he can actually do it uh, at the professional level because he hasn't yet. So we'll see. And then that concludes round nine. Then with Devonte Davis being the last player drafted uh, in round nine, I wonder if there's, we're going to find out maybe there's some extra picks cornerback position. Oh, so valuable in, in football in 2022, we will see, but uh, if nothing changes, then it hops into round 10 and the bandits are back on the clock uh, followed by the Philadelphia stars in the New Jersey generals. Um, this, this it's interesting because the, the snake draft, the bandits never had the first pick. So it, it gets crazy because of the they've, other teams forfeited picks. So I don't even know the bandits were pre- prepared to have two straight picks going into the ninth and 10th round. Well, I mean, it's like at a dynasty in a dynasty, you know, it's like, eh, you know, I, I'm going to trade you a pick. And then all of a sudden, are you ready? Uh, yeah. So, but it was actually, they were because this is a modified snake. So it goes one, two back, back, and then back, back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So once again, I'm the idiot here. Nah, I am the idiot. Shout out to Dix Gertzberger. What, what's that? What's that run? I said, we got four hours into this man. It, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shout out to, to Richard Gertzberger, AKA Dick Gertzberger. Shout out to DJ nation. All anyone joining us uh, on the sports gambling podcast network and the USFL gambling podcast. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, and, and uh, Richard Gersberger says, I would love to see a return of the Denver gold and the Memphis showboats rod. Yeah. Denver gold. Bring them back. Ah, uh, man. My uh, Memphis showboats are my like top one. I, I Denver gold would be great. I know the first USFL championship I believe was, was in, in mile high, but uh, Memphis showboats, that logo, Reggie white. Um, uh, just that that's one. Like if you told me you got to bring back, you know, a couple franchises from the OG, you know, I want to say uh, Denver, Denver gold might be in that mix. If I had to do like three or four, 
but I think showboats gunslingers got to be, got to be my top two. If, if I had to bring in two more, May, maybe the Washington federals. Cause uh, with the commanders there, I don't know. I can't get on board. What, what about you? You got any, uh, got any old school, uh, t- what would be your first pick for a team that would it be the Orlando renegade would it be the Oakland. I think the Oakland invaders would be your team, right? Oakland invaders. I would love to see Oakland invaders come back because not only would I be able to be over at those games, but I guarantee you, I would try to work in some capacity for that team at, you know, wherever I could fit in, I would want to work for the, I mean, it's not too far away from me uh, to be able to cover them. I'm already covering the uh, the Bay Area Panthers, who were formerly the Oakland Panthers of the Indoor Football League, so uh, it's not that much of a stretch for me to try to do that. So you hear that, folks? So get out there, follow Rod Via Gomez on Twitter at RJ Via Gomez. That's V I L L A G O M E Z. He's the host of the Fantasy Football Podcast. He's covering teams that some of you folks probably never heard of, but trust me, the guy knows his football. He's also the host of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast guy does it all. writes great content over at the uh, sports gambling podcast.com. So get that SGPN app. And once again, you're rocking with myself. Uh, let me plug myself. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Dundee. I am the host of the college football experience, the college basketball experience. We talk college football and college basketball year round there and the USFL gambling podcast where me and Rod will give you a bunch of different episodes uh, as you know, the season gets closer and closer and closer. Uh, like I said, uh, this is a dream come true. And here we are Tampa Bay bandits round 10. They're on the clock. We'll see who they get. I will say, I will say Colby that the, the stars just put a, a tweet out, uh, announcing Brian Scott as their official uh, quarterback. He's already in his Philadelphia stars garb and ready to go. Uh, so that that's pretty cool to see. I, I love to see that guy succeed. That's great, man. And like I said, Occidental College right here. To, you know, I could pro- I could walk there right now. Um, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for that because uh, I mean, look. Sometimes you got these guys that get the the big time recruit. This is what's so great about sports in general. You get these guys with these big time recruits, and no disrespect to them, they've probably earned it in their own way in high school. But then you get a player that works for it. You know that you'd never heard of. Uh, you know that that went to the you know, Occidental College. You know what I mean? Where no one's that, that that's not getting put on ESPN too, believe it or not. All right. Uh, shout out to him for pursuing his dream. And I'm sure today's a big day for him and hopefully he continue uh, to pursue his dream in the right day. That's it's the grunt work, man. The people that are, that's, what's so great about to me, the old USFL uh, CFL XFL. You're seeing the guys that uh, you know, how great is it to see PJ Walker or, or some of these guys where they've been following their dream. They've been told, no, you can't do it. And then they get an opportunity and look what they can do with it. I'm sorry. Picks are happening. Uh, Kristen Campbell to the Tampa Bay, Bay bandits. Bay. This is a Penn state Nittany lion. And uh, where is uh, Ryan real money Kramer when you need him? Because I believe this guy might've spent some time with Brent Pry, the new head coach of Virginia tech. Um, so uh, Penn state, obviously, you know, they, they produce good defensive players. They're a blue blood. Um, this guy played on the Saskatchewan rough riders a season ago. Uh, prior to that, he was with the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Then the new Orleans saints in the Arizona Cardinals was a six round pick originally from Phoenix city, Alabama. So goes to Penn state over, over staying in state perhaps, but Hey, the guy can play. What do you make of the pick Rod? I like it a lot. Again, you talk about these guys that are on these practice squads, he Cardinals saints, 
and Niners. That's that's all good. And then again, the Rough Riders, man, that is a that is a defensive minded team, if ever there was. When I know that their offense gets a lot of a lot of the newspaper tape, but uh, Saskatchewan is always known to be heavy hitters and to have a very very aggressive defense. So for him to even be able to spend any time amongst that squad, uh, I think that's good experience. I agree. And then we have another pick going on Mazzy Wilkins to the Philadelphia stars. mazzy has got that quite the resume too. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for two years uh, out of South Florida university. He actually grew up in Tampa. So he stayed at home for college, went undrafted play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then he played for the alphas in the spring football league, then the Winnipeg blue bombers, and then Arizona Cardinals and Baltimore Ravens. All of that occurred. Check out this guy's past year of his life. Spring ball, the alphas. 2021. Then he goes to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Then he goes to the Arizona Cardinals and then the Baltimore Ravens. So the guy has been busy getting around, but uh, it's a big day for him as he continues to uh, pursue his professional football career. Shout out to Mazzy Wilkins, who is now a member of the Philadelphia stars. Uh, Hey, look at this tape. I mean, the, the guy can play, the guy can play putting the horns up. Look at him here. Oh, I mean, might have got away with the PI there, but hey, with a little bit, yeah. Of but you ain't, you ain't, you know, you ain't cheating. If they didn't call it, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. It didn't happen. He picks her, or, or it doesn't happen. Yeah, and three tackles in his NFL career, man. This is this is a great story, man. Look at this. I mean, he's he's a guy who played great in college. Uh, 110 tackles, 22 pass defended, three interceptions, uh, one fumble recovery, 47 games played, 22 started. Um, and I think, I think it's a solid pick. I mean, considering the experience to be playing in the NFL really for the past couple of years, kudos to him. And uh, yeah, right now it seems like, okay, I'm not in the NFL. Well, guess what? Keep plugging away, man. And now you, now you're going to be in the USFL and you never know what type of opportunities can create itself. Shout out to Mazzy Wilkins uh, and, and, you know, Philadelphia stars, right? Philadelphia stars. Uh, now we got David rivers. David Rivers drafted Youngston State. Wow, the Penguins. The Penguins. Um, this is one. I mean, Youngstown State's got. Uh, do I need to mention Ron Jaworski's from Youngstown State? Don't sleep on the Penguins. Uh, look, this guy was on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers a season ago. This guy's been everywhere. All right. He has been, he is the epitome of a journeyman, but that does not mean he is a bad player. This guy can get it done. He was a Green Bay Packer back in 2017. Then a New York Jet, then a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, then a Miami Dolphin, then a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, then a Miami Dolphin, then a New York Guardian, and then a St. Louis Battlehawk before settling with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And when he was at Youngstown State, they went to the FCS championship game. So, uh, hey, I think a very well uh, experienced player here. I mean, He'll, he should be able to fit right into to picking up new schemes and, and new plans because this guy's pretty much to David Rivers, the newest uh, member of the New Jersey Generals. How do you feel about that? You're a Generals fan, Rod. I am, and I like the fact that he spent at least one game with the eventual Grey Cup winning Winnipeg Blue Bombers. He got in there in the week two against the Argos. So didn't make a tackle, but, I mean, you know, he was on that squad. He practiced with that team. And was, uh, you know, that, that team went on to win the great cup. So hopefully he learned something in, in his time 
in the, in the organization, even if it was brief, but uh, you know, you don't, you don't play with champions and not learn a thing or two about how to be one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, since then we've had a, uh, uh, Dominique Martin, Dominique Martin drafted to the Michigan Panthers, Dominique Martin Martin state guy. Yeah. Yep. And Tarleton, if I mean, considering what they've had, this is a, a D two program that came up to the FCS just recently. I'm I've been seriously impressed with the amount of talent. Now I know they had great success on the D two level, but, uh, clearly making their impact on the USFL in year one. And I'm looking at uh, Dominic Martins from Lancaster, Texas. This is a guy that uh, also played wide receiver. This is a guy who played both. So maybe with the short rosters, maybe they're looking for some guys that can do, you know, wide receiver and corner perhaps. I mean, that could be an angle that we're, yeah, we're not looking at yet. And really, again, when you sign these guys as something and they turn out to be better at whatever other position they are, then it's kind of like you lucked into a gold mine. Like you drafted a wide receiver in a round where you were supposed to draft a defensive back, you know, cause you, there's these, the, the, the draft that's going to happen in March 10th. That's going to really fill out the rest of this roster. So they still got about what a week or two to actually assess what they have. So if they've got a guy that can do both, I mean, how valuable is that? Yeah, exactly. And that's, I, I do think maybe we didn't emphasize that enough or didn't talk about that enough uh, with the short rosters to grab some players. I mean, you get, you know, the injury bug or, you know, who knows what happens. Um, you, you all of a sudden are depleted. You're picking up strangers from, from the street. You might as well get a guy that in practice can, can kind of do both things. So, well, and um, he had, so look, he had 452 yards as a receiver in 2015, but then he comes back in 2016 with five interceptions on the season. So that's good two way play right there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I also see that the breakers got Manny Patterson. Um. I can tell you this, Manny Patterson played with the Houston Texans um, and he's from Maine. Now, Maine, I, I, I took a strong liking to the university of Maine, the FCS, the black bears at the time he was there, they've sent, they're not as good as, as what they were, but they were really good. He was all CAA first team. The Maine black bears were a tough team that were uh, fun to watch in my opinion. Uh, uh, back when, uh, back when he was in college. So I, I do like this draft pick and uh yeah, I'm excited to see how this works out. This main team was pretty good. They had a, a few players that made the NFL on that team. This guy had uh, 29 stops, one and a half uh, for loss, and five pass breakups in in that short 2019 campaign. Uh, started 44 games uh, over his career. You know, this guy is battle tested. He was with the uh, he was also with the Washington Redskins at one point. Spent time with the Chiefs. Pretty much uh, a lot of different teams, but I, I do think it is a good get for, uh, for the new Orleans breakers, the breakers, I think are honestly, if I was grading drafts right now, blindly without analyzing all each teams, the ones that stand out to me right now, stars breakers. And I think I would go with the stallions. What about you? My list is generals, generals, and then the more <laughs> No, I, I like what Philadelphia's got going on. I, I, my, I'm a big softy for Brian Scott. I, I won't even, I won't even shame it. It's fine. I like what they're doing. I like what they're building around him. And uh, I, I think it's definitely going to be uh, a, a good thing going over there in Philly. I, I won't change my team, but you know, I'll still root for them a little bit. 
Uh, allegedly, allegedly he says he's not going to change his team. We'll see when the season starts, you know, things happen. I've known many a people to say, Oh, I love this team, but then it switches teams. And then it's easy to see a tide turn. Shout out to George W for giving us that line. How about this? I'll give you the whole thing. Uh, I think tide turning. I see, as I remember, I was raised in the desert, but tides kind of, it's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> uh, did, shout I say out. Those words? did I say those words? That's the best part. He's like, did I, did I just say that? Uh, we had Howard Wilson just get drafted to the Houston gamblers. Speaking of, of Texans. Yeah. He gets to stay home. Uh, Houston Cougar. Um, that's, that's like hitting the lottery a little bit there, you know, just staying home. This is a guy, another, he's from DeSoto high school in Texas, which is LaVisca Chenault went there. It's just a, that is a a ton of good football happens at DeSoto high school, uh, in Texas. Um, this guy started, started 13 games in 2016 with the Houston Cougars. Um, that was actually when they were really good too. If you remember, uh, they were ranked 13th nationally, had a great season. And if memory serves me correct, I believe they beat Florida state in the sugar bowl, either 15 or 16, one of those years. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's played a, a lot of football. He was with the Cleveland Browns. Um, and uh, yeah, he's, he's a guy that uh, I think is a, is a wise pick, and I think he can play. And and uh, what well, he's had he's had a bunch of different uh, stops, but uh, he he got hit with the injury bug a little bit, broke his kneecap, uh, lost a uh, had a ACL tear. I mean, he's 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 been injured, but when healthy, the, the guy can play, and maybe maybe things can work out for him. Bad luck happens. Maybe Howard Wilson get back on the good side of luck. And uh, get it going with the gamblers. What do you make of the pick? When you fracture a patella, it's never a fun, <laughs> never a fun thing. So, yeah, unfortunately, his his time with the Browns couldn't pan out. He did he did get to try out with the Bears. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't stick either. But uh, the fact that he got asked back again, uh, that's a good sign, right? I mean, that's a sign that they want him to continue to to play. And maybe the USFL is just that break that he needs to get back into it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this is what interesting here, Brian mills to the stallions and he's had a North Carolina central, um, which is the rival to our guy, Terrell Furman, North Carolina, a and T. Um, but this guy, I remember him getting hyped. Now I, I got to watch him in the 2020 season. Um, and I remember him getting hype as in a guy, a sleeper in the draft. He, he played with the Seattle Seahawks. Some, uh, this is a guy that was, uh, all FCS first team by Phil Steele. Um, so I'm excited to see how this guy will work out. You look at, uh, what he's, what he did in college is pretty good. By the way, he's from, he's from Palmdale, California. So making the trip all the way out, out East, uh, for college. And, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a guy that, Hey, I mean, the, like I said, the FCS produces a lot of, a lot of decent talent. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up working out. He played for the Vikings. He got some burn in the NFL played with the Browns practice squad. So, uh, Shout out to Brian Mills on being the newest Birmingham stallion. What do you make of this? Five, pick? five interceptions in his 2019 season, 22 tackles <clears throat> for a defensive back. 22 tackles is not bad. <laughs> yeah. That means that you've been tested quite a bit back there and, and that he's proven uh, that he can do it. But I like that five interceptions, but more than that, I like the 13 passes defended uh, again. That shows that he's, he's able to mix it up and that he's not afraid to get in to a receiver's face, his hands, whatever it's going to take to break up that pass because you know, in this day of age uh, of getting called by just barely breathing on a receiver, then you got to be able to get physical and 13 pass defendants and, and five interceptions means he's a physical corner. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think that'll work out. Man, the picks are flying here. Another Tarleton Tarleton state. What are you doing over there? Uh, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because all your players are going to play professional football. And we have Prince Robinson, great name to the Pittsburgh Maulers. Uh, and this is a guy via, via Trinity Valley community college and Tarleton state as, as uh, Wolf of Oakland says, they're the Alabama of the USFL. Hey, this guy can play. He was all uh, first team in 2018. Um, he was at Trinity community college prior to that, but uh, he's a kick returner, punt returner kind of can do it all. Um, hey, you know, I get it. The competition wasn't great when he was at Tarleton. They were D two, but uh, yeah, I think, I think, you, I think it's worth the, the risk here. Cause I mean, he, the guy does it all. He can do kick return, punt return. Um, and, and obviously a good defensive back. So uh, I think, I think it could work out. Am I saying this for everybody? Pretty much. I think uh, so. But look, the the guy had seven total touchdowns in his career. So, yeah. I mean, that, that means that he can actually be a produ- uh, producer on the other, you know, with the uh, scoring points for you and a defense, any defensive guy scoring points for you is somebody you want on your, on your team. He had what three uh, career interception for a touchdown in 2019, 2018, he had one. So a punt return for a touchdown kick return for a touchdown. So the dude can actually uh, uh, score some points. So, um, yeah, there, yeah, there we go. And that concludes round 10. We got round 11 and 12 coming up today, uh, coming up next Pittsburgh Maulers on the clock, but first a word from our sponsors, this SGPN live coverage of the USFL draft on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. for every $25 you bet on college basketball. WinBet is going to give you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March madness and $1,000 in free win bet credits. Download the win bet app now or visit WYNNbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by prop swap America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, receive up to $500 in bonus cash, head over to PropSwap.com or download the prop swap app today. We're also brought to you by stable duel. Stable duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry head over to stableduel.com to get started today. We are also brought to you by IP vanish safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data right now. It's super easy to use. IP vanish is all you have to do. Tap one button and you're instantly protected. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app. It is your home for all of our free picks, podcasts, and live streams, just like this one. We are the USFL Gambling Podcast. I am Rod Villa Gomez. Our other host, Colby Dance, stepped out for just a second, but we are just excited to have one of the newest Michigan Panthers on the show. Let us welcome in Joshua Taylor. Joshua, hey, good sir. Congratulations on thank being you, thank a you. Panther. I appreciate it. How do you feel? I feel fired up. I was just on the phone with Jeff Fisher, man. That was that was so surprising. But yeah, I'm I'm ready to work. I'm about to go head to the gym too. So I mean this morning you were eating breakfast, you were probably drinking some orange juice. Tonight you're talking with Jeff Fisher. This is gonna be a surreal moment for you. Yeah, most definitely. 
It's great. So talk about what what your journey was to even get here in the first place, and, and really, what does it mean for you to be now part of this USFL experiment that, that's happening right now? It means a lot, actually. Like, that means, like, being on the phone with him, like, he took a chance on me. Like, he, he moved up in the draft to take another tackle, which was me. And, like, receiving that phone call, like, talking with my agent and everything, truly a blessing. Uh, I've got to... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, I just want to thank, like, my uh, my college coaches, like, Mississippi Valley State and St. Francis just, just for molding me who I am. And uh, my little I... league football team as well, Overbrook Monarchs, like, everybody that helped me get to this point. Go ahead, Chase. I've got a two-part question for you. One, uh, are you looking forward to, to protecting Shea Patterson? Two, how does it feel playing for one of the best mustaches ever? <laughs> I'm ready to protect any one star, and I know he was the first pick in the draft, and I know he's going to be do great for us. So I'm ready to protect him, basically, basically get, get in his head, pick his brain and everything like that, just to learn from everyone. Because you can learn from everyone around you. So just to see how, just to see how he, like, models himself around. So I'm I'm ready to just learn and just get in tune with everything. How are you liking the way your team's shaping up so far? I know you've been keeping up with with your teammates. What are you thinking of them so far? Good. I even got some uh, DMs from some players. So like, it's nice to just you know you know you're part of the team. You know you 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 notice and stuff like that. This is stuff I've been wishing on like my whole life. So it's truly a blessing. When do you guys get going? What what what's it going to be like for you when you get finally get to go over there and meet everybody face to face? It's going to be great. You're looking probably mid-March and stuff like that. They're going to be giving more details as we go. So, like, other than that right now, it's just time to even lock in more. I know um, at the start of the, basically Monday, I have my uh, my actual combine. So I get to be in front of some scouts so they even perform. So now that I have my name out there even more, I have more eyes on me. So I just go out there and just compete, try my hardest and all that, and do what I came to do. We know that all our eyes are going to be on you as you start the USFL season. And again, you get to block for the number one pick in the draft. Yes, sir. So, uh, we're excited to, to watch you, Joshua. And we thank you for joining us again, Joshua Taylor. He is a brand new Michigan Panther. And we look forward to him. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, appreciate absolutely. It. Absolutely. We roll on with the draft chase we have what two rounds left and we got another pick that just popped up jalen mcclain sap to the maulers wow <laughs> big names coming through the roll so uh a couple more what what uh what are you thinking for jalen mcclain sap i mean i believe he's a he's a marshall prod, uh, product I, I think he's got a little bit of a nfl experience to him uh you know bounced around to a few practice squads i mean I, I think that we're going to, they're doing, they're really, this is the smallest cornerback that I feel like I've seen drafted so far. 5'10, 183. It seems like the USFL is really stocked up on these 6'1, you know, 6 foot, 100, 180, 190 pound, uh, you know, uh, uh, D backs. But th this seems to be the, maybe, maybe their first, you know, real speedster pick of the USFL draft. I love it personally, guys. I'm, so, I'm, I'm jumping back in here. But uh, to me, that's what makes football so great is, is you can have them. Like I remember uh, Mark McMillan John Madden just passed away. He would always put Mark McMillan, an old Philadelphia Eagles corner from Alabama that was undersized and told that he couldn't play the game forever. We saw it with Daryl green, Jalen McLean sap. I love stories like this, where you have an undersized guy. Um, 
this is what makes football so great is, you know, it's, it's like, well, well, Welsh, well, Welker in the NFL or something like that. Doug Flutie. This is why the sport is the best sport on the planet. Uh, the fact you can see anybody, you play the game tough. You got a shot yeah. and, and as an undersized guy that was cut in seventh grade. I, uh, I really, you know, yeah, this, this is one for us yeah. little guys. That's what I'm talking about. And and now look at you, you're recording from a bedroom. That's what I'm saying, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, that, uh, dude, I look at that bedroom and fuck this studio, man. Uh, like if I could hop in the, in that, uh, you know, I mean, like that's a nice uh, palm tree. You have a palm tree you working with back there. Yeah. Check it out. Business pleasure. <laughs> business pleasure. It's I'm like, the mullet, like the mullet of this <laughs> shout out to my guy, the wolf of Oakland. I'm busting your balls, brother. You're doing great. All right. You're undersized in seventh grade and look at you. Now you got, you're a proud owner of a palm tree. You're doing right in my book, brother. All right. Undersized in seventh grade, oversized at 36. Look at how we, look at how we graduate. <laughs> All right. Since then, we've had a slew of picks. Uh, Jerry, Jerry Cantave, Cantave to the to the Gamblers. Uh, we also had Jalen Embry to the Breakers and Jalen Burrell to the Panthers. We gotta just hurry up and hit these picks here. Uh, I'm I'm quickly pulling up these guys, but anyone catching your name there? I mean, I guess Jerry Cantave or Cantave. How how, how do you think I'm butchering that? Cantave. I think could, could it be that. Cantave? Yeah, yeah. But we I did wanna... we missed Lorenzo Burns though, too. Lorenzo Burns going to the Gamblers. Oh Lorenzo man. Burns out of Arizona. My apologies, you Lorenzo Burns. Lorenzo. Yeah. And in the Pac 12, trust me, you see some high octane offenses. That means he played against a, you know, a run and shoot or air raid philosophies. Uh, you know, whether it was USC, whether it was Washington State. So uh, that right there tells me a pretty decent pick. Now the Jerry Conte Cantave pick, uh he did am I getting this correct that he went to the University of Jewel? Yes, yes, it's a very obscure it's Jewel University, Jewel Athletics. Uh yeah. Guys, I dig deep with college football. Anyone you can ask anyone that I've ever known. Uh, I I will go D2, watch D2 games, even D3 playoffs. Jewel University is is a brand new as far as 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 what I know, but shout out to them for having a football team. Uh, I already love this kid, Rod. I already love this kid. He's going from Julius. Says, Give me my shot. I don't care where I played at. All right. And uh, here we go. Uh, then we got Jalen Burrell from New Mexico state. That might've been independent, but Hey, they can play ball. Sure can. Um, and New Mexico state, you gotta remember we, we have an ongoing joke uh, with the sports gambling podcast that New Mexico state is part of the sec because the sec schedules New Mexico state like 20 times a year. Uh, I'm being sarcastic, but they do play them a lot like Alabama and Florida and Kentucky. I feel like play New Mexico state every year. Uh, so it, uh, they're uh, a new team, you know, Oklahoma and, and Texas are joining the sec, but perhaps New Mexico state already joined, but with doing so you get experience playing uh, against top competition. And perhaps that's what uh, Jalen Burrell is getting, and that might be a good pick for the Michigan Panthers. Uh, Jawan Neal to the New Jersey Generals. There's your boy. There's your team. Uh, hey, this guy uh, and and this guy played with the Commanders, I believe, or played with the whatever you want to call them, the football team, the whatever it was. But this is a guy, and I believe if I'm doing the correct, this guy played at Shepherd. Now, this one I am familiar with, Shepherd. 
had a great story in uh, D two football this past year. That's in West Virginia. Uh, and this guy played pretty big. Played, he's from Shady Side, Maryland, as well. Yep, not a lot of stats for him though. He didn't wasn't very active during his time there. But uh, again, a lot to build on, a lot to go on. Uh, twenty nine total tackles in his in his uh, twenty eighteen season. Uh, he had one fumble recovery, one interception. So you know, two passes defended. Uh, not not. I mean, again, not a big program. So not looking for gigantic numbers out of him, but this is something to grow on something for him to, to work on when he gets into the professional level. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, I, I just feel like, man, you, you've, you've came up. I mean, they made, they made the FCS playoffs last year. All right. That that's enough for me to say, I mean, I had some friends that I went to high school with that played at shepherd. So, uh, Hey, kudos to them. Dewan Neal. Um, uh, what do we have here? We have, uh, the next pick in the draft was uh, Brady. How do I pronounce that name? Civil? Sylvie. Is that Slive? I don't know. I would say, I would say Sylvie. Yeah, Sylvie. Yeah, that's right. And he he was for the XFL. Yeah, and and he had a big moment for the. the there you go, right there on the screen. That was it. Pick that's six awesome. against the uh, the Seattle Dragons. Uh, I remember that play. I was watching that live. That was a that dude. That XFL was a lot of fun. Uh, that's a good pick then he's experienced in these spring leagues. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's, that's one that could work out. Obviously he had an effect on the DC defenders. They had a good defense and, and perhaps he was a big part of that. What do you think of that pick? I mean, I've got his card, his Birmingham iron card. <laughs> I'm, I'm all with that. I like it. It's a guy I can cheer for a guy. I've seen play a guy I've seen succeed. We obviously saw him uh, with the pick six. So yeah, I mean, again, this was one of those veteran picks that we talked about earlier that you need a lot of these guys that, uh, that are, that are veterans again. So, I mean, he played at Alabama. All right. That's you're good. All right. <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, right then and there, right? Yeah. You're, you're a good football player. All right. He deserves to be in that, in this league. Uh, now we got the bandits bandit ball, uh, Richard, uh, Cossie to the, uh, is that K- it might be Casey still, um, to the Tampa Bay bandits and uh, Richard Casey. I think it is right. I'm pretty sure UCF uh, that that's a pick that, I mean, UCF plays in the AAC. You have SMU air raid Houston air raid. Um, is this, is this the same? The, yeah. Uh, so you, you are going to get even UCF in practice with Josh Heupel. Um, and even the Scott Frost thing, they would sling that rock all over the field. So I would imagine he's very well versed in, in guarding top wide receivers. Do I need to mention the bills, the bills chiefs playoff game? Uh, what's his name? The receiver that had the, the big day for the bills from UCF. I'm Gabriel is Gabriel Davis. I believe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that is one right there that he was probably going up against in practice. Um, so you can't, you gotta like that pick there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, the bandits continue to have a sneaky, sneaky NC Nick. Maybe he chose the right team there with old bandit ball. All right. Maybe, maybe they will be taking home the USFL championship. I'm really hoping that the USFL sticks to that uh, awesome trophy. I really believe they had the best trophy in all of sports with that, that like that it had the helmet on the end of it. It kind of like, it kind of looked like the, the St. Louis arch in a way, but like had the, the helmet of, uh, of the, the USFL. There it was a kick-ass trophy. I hope they stay, stay true to that. 
Uh, we got round 12 coming and we got quarterbacks. Uh Oh, uh Oh, is this where Luis Perez goes? Is this where Johnny football makes oh, his return? And I just, I'm going to go ahead and just stop. <laughs> you know, he's look, I, I get it. You don't want to go gimmick. What about Tebow? Give me Tebow. Tebow is one and one as a career starter in NFL playoff games. All right. Do I need to tell you what about yeah. What, give me something exciting though. Give me like a veteran. I know we talked Josh Johnson earlier and I think that's one that I like Josh Johnson. Saw him live with the LA wildcats with, with USFL Jim and Patty C, but I want to see some of these guys that just, you know, give me one player that's just been in the NFL for like 20 years or tw- 10 years at the quarterback spot. That's just not going to go out on his dream. The Paul Blake, uh, should I say necessary roughness shout out there to Scott Bakula. Um, by the way, Ike Brown to the breakers, Ike Brown. Um, and here we go, folks. I, I love how you pull up Ike Brown. And first you get like an old baseball player for the Detroit tigers. Um, <laughs> you, but, know, you know, you're all about it then. Yes. Yes. Ike Brown. Maybe that's his father. Wouldn't that be great? If that was his father. Uh, here's a, here's our slide for him. There we go. And and he played uh, for, for what FIU FIU. Yeah. There's a lot of Ike Browns, by the way. I keep, I keep going down this alley of uh, I ended up with a guy from central Michigan. That's not the right Ike Brown, but uh, you got, you got the slide right there. Yep. Played with the bills a little bit, played with the Raiders a little bit. So definitely has some experience in, in practice squads. Like we're looking six Oh, 185 pounds. Uh, definitely can keep up with, with the receivers in the height and the weight category. He's going to be physical enough to do it. So and, if I remember get, correctly, he was married to Tina Turner for a brief amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, and, and very, very lucky to be, uh, to, he, he did that pre social media. Very, very <laughs> lucky that, that, yeah. uh, you know, things might've got crazy for old Ike, but uh, look, what do we think of this pick guys? We're about to have the quarterbacks go at second round of quarterbacks. Um, yeah. What do we make of this? What do we, do we, do we see a Josh Johnson? Do we see I, I want them to get someone random. I want them to get like Mark Sanchez. <laughs> I saw Ryan Mallett's name popped out there. I that's who that's my guy. That's who I want. The big irresponsible Ryan Mallett. Um, I've I've got I've got a name here for you, Lavander Bird Williams from Chicago Central High. What he did with Goldie Hawn's offense after replacing Woody Harrelson <laughs> as a starting quarterback cannot be ignored. That so. is a shout out to the movie Wildcats. And if anyone out there hasn't seen that. Please do your history there. That is a fun. That was the original Woody Harrelson's or no, was Woody Harrelson in that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Woody Harrelson and Snipes. That was the first and one Snipes. they ever did together. Yeah. So, before you before you rob the money train, you watch uh you watch Wildcats and then White Man Can't Jump, all right? Uh You know who I want to see? I I'll, I'll tell you, I'll throw a name out there. Just to chase uh Chris Treveler. Chris Treveler was a guy that played uh for the Blue Bombers, just a huge success. Uh, over there as far as pop personality wise. Anyways, now he's with the the Cardinals, but he's a gimmick player with Arizona. I want to see him actually get his own team and play more than just short yardage football for the CFL. Like I think the guy has the talent enough to play a starting quarterback role for a team. So give me a guy like Chris Trevler. That that's maybe the, the brand of, of guy he's, he's too good to be a backup for the Cardinals in, in gimmicky situations. And and just his talent's going to waste, in my opinion. 
I had a dream, but that dream got shattered when he got accepted to the Toronto Argonauts of Swag Kelly making his triumphant return. Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly. Uh, I got a name for you. It's off the radar a little bit. Liberty football before Malik Willis. It was a quarterback and, and Hugh Freeze had him. So he's been in a Hugh Freeze offense. His name is Buckshot Calvert. Buckshot. Come on. This guy put up good numbers. He, you know, he, he's out there. I, I saw him, you know, being thrown around as a name that potentially could, could happen, uh, you know, for the USFL. Give me Buckshot Calvert. Let's have some fun. Based off the nickname, you got to think that his, you know, not a high completion percentage. He's probably going to be scattering around all over the place. <laughs> Very true. But hey, they, they, there's many ways to win a football game. If I could quote the great Jerry Burns, the former Minnesota Vikings head coach. Uh, and, and Hey, w- sometimes you just know how to win. All right. So, so we have our, our boy stone Labanowitz uh, from, from Southern Illinois. That's Jeff, what I'd love to see who Jeff Fisher contacted. And it seems like stone's content with his life now in Miami, Florida. But uh, that is one that, uh, you know, I, in my opinion, was just a gamer. He was a gamer. Now you look at him from a physical side of it. You say, Oh, you know, this guy's probably not that good. Oh no, he could play. And he has great FCS wins. Uh, but we gotta, we gotta right now breakers are on the clock, but before that let's cut to our sponsors here on the sports gambling podcast. This SGPN live coverage of the USFL draft on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is going to give you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit WINNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit. Receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We are also brought to you by IP Vanish. Safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data right now. It's super easy to use. IP Vanish is all you have to do. Tap one button and you're instantly protected. Go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. Use the promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And of course, do not forget to download the SGPN app. It is your home for all of our free picks, podcasts, and live streams, just like this one. That, that we're back on the USFL gambling podcast, breaking down all 35 rounds. Appreciate each and every one of you tuning in, checking us out. And uh, look, I love the IP vanish commercial. Cause it always reminds me. It always <laughs> reminds me of, uh, you know, I need to sometimes you know, I watch a lot of old football and I feel like if my wife was to find out how much old football I watch, uh, she might be concerned about our future. So I, I use IP vanish when dialing up some, uh, some army Navy, 1966. Yeah. So, you know, depending on whatever you got to use it for, uh, you know, use that IP vanish rod, right? (laughs) Browser history of all the old WFL games. Exactly. Brother. I mean, it's so funny at times she would think like she'd peer into my, my computer and stuff. She'd be like, well, you know, I think maybe, Oh, are you, what are you doing there? Are you trying, are you trying to talk to another girl? No, I'm trying to watch BYU play football in 1978. Sweetheart. This is Mark Wilson. 
All right. And I'm curious. I never saw this game. So I want to see this. Yes. You're talking to me pick Dundee. Hey, any football game uh, ever on film, I will be covering. So I, I have a deep love. And I think we have a deep love rod for the USFL Josh love. That's my boy. That's my boy. Is that your boy too? For the San Jose state Spartans? No, I'm not a big fan of San Jose state, but that's a big, that's a big, but we, we skipped one though. Cause oh. we got all excited about Zach love, but <laughs> Zach Smith <laughs> to the breakers of Tulsa. Well, yeah, well, Zach Smith is one, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, I think Zach Smith is, is a pretty decent quarterback. If he can learn to cut like my analysis of him when he was a, a quarterback uh, in college was if he could just limit the turnovers, if he could limit the turnovers, I thought he had a, a decent future. Um, and then obviously uh, you know, the, the, the Josh love pick, I, I, I I'm a big fan of because uh, Josh love at San Jose state, he's the one that like was the catalyst at, for resurrecting that football program. Uh, so we got the Birmingham stallions on the clock. Is there one that you like more? Zach Smith was good too at Tulsa. No, Zach Smith was good, but I mean, th- look, the, the whole, I I'm more familiar with Josh love because of I'm a Fresno state fan. So I, I know that getting beat by uh, Josh love was not something that I enjoyed when they did it. So uh, yeah, I mean, really the guy is a great quarterback. And, and I think uh, when you watch San Diego or San Diego, when you watch San Jose state football now versus a couple of years ago, you definitely see the turnaround because I remember that when you saw San Jose state on the schedule, that was one that you could circle and just say, okay, this is the win. But then a couple of years ago, you just couldn't do that anymore because Josh love took over and did Josh love things uh, for the, for the team. He almost threw for 4,000 yards uh, in 2019 with 22 touchdowns. So the guy has an arm and he can definitely lead it, lead his team. Yeah. And Zach Smith was one that was a transfer from Baylor to Tulsa. And uh, you know, if he, like I said, 13 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, his final season. And, and I really thought there was flashes to me of a pretty darn good QB. But once again, if he could just the consistency. So if maybe he, maybe he's matured as a thrower and as a, as a person, and maybe uh, that can, can, you know, uh, be the, 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 this could be the catalyst, you know, the, the thing that brings it up, brings him back to life as a pro football player, Zach Smith and uh, Josh love. Obviously I'm a big fan of that pick too. Now we have Jamar Davis Smith to the stallions. And that one, if you're wondering, if you're wondering who that is this, uh, well, check this out. He was at Louisiana tech. Uh, guess who the head coach of Louisiana tech was when he was there. It was skip Holtz. He's the Baltimore stallions head coach. Gotta love him bringing home his boy. Uh, I love it. When you see this happen, even when Spurrier did it with the Washington Redskins, when he brought in Werfel and stuff and it didn't work out. I like it. You know, he, he, this is a guy that was an efficient quarterback in the conference USA. Uh, Jamar Smith. He's six, one, 220 pounds. Uh, I, and he's coming home. He's going to be probably running. I would assume. I know Skip Holtz talked about running a high high powered offense. Well, no disrespect to uh, to Jamar Smith, but uh, when he was at Louisiana Tech, it wasn't a high powered offense. It was kind of a he was a no. He was a very decent quarterback for them. But uh, maybe maybe they're going to do more of that with uh, with the Birmingham Stallions. What do you think of that pick there? So he was actually uh, signed on to the Tiger Cats for a, a quick second, but I mean that it's hard to break into the Tiger Cats when you had Dane Evans and Jer- Jeremiah Masoli on that team. There's no way you were going to stick. So even to be considered to be in that quarterback room is, is definitely good. And he even beat out guys that were actually CFL names like uh, David Watford and Hayden Moore, uh, who announced his retirement. But 
you know, to be able to beat out even a guy like David Watford, because Watford is, is one of those names in the CFL that's recognized as, as the perennial kind of backup short yardage guy. Uh, but to beat him out, you know, you're, you're in some good company to try to play at least even third string to, to a very talented quarterback room in Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, I just like the facts. He's coming home, man. You know what I mean? Like this is a guy who's pretty much raised him in a way you've been at, you've been at La tech that long. Uh, I think it's a great story for the, for, for the Birmingham stallions and a great story in general. Uh, we have Kenji Bahar to the Houston gamblers. Now I am very familiar with Kenji Bahar because Monmouth is kind of a really good football program. The Hawks, um, this kid can play and uh, he can play so much that he was a Baltimore Raven just a year ago. Originally out of Towson, Maryland. Um, I, I like this one. I actually think, call me crazy. Call me crazy. But in the first round, they selected uh, Clayton Thorson. I think we might have a little bit of a battle going on with Kenji Bahar and Clayton Thorson. All this right? might actually be this might actually be your your first quarterback controversy in this. This very yeah. well could be that first quarterback controversy. Um, uh, I like this kid. And let me tell you something. When you play in the CAA, especially when he did, I know it's the ever changing sport of college football teams are leaving conferences left and right, but you played against James Madison, which had had a really good defense. You played against Delaware, which had a really good defense with Danny Rocco. You played against the main black bears. We just, we just had a couple players from Maine drafted earlier tonight. So I, and Villanova, you, you play against some good teams. Uh, So uh, I I think uh, Monmouth uh, could be, could be, uh, I'm sorry, Monmouth, Kenji Bahar could be a, uh, a pick that works out for the Houston gamblers. They're starting to impress me. Now the gambler helmet, where, where are we at here? Let's go back. The gambler helmet. It's coming back. Okay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm cheering on this next pick that just came up the draft uh, up the board, man. Bring it. Oh, your boys, Deandre Johnson to the generals, the new Jersey generals. Do I smell another quarterback controversy? <laughs> Did we just say that might be the only one? (laughs) Guess what? This could be the next one. I have a feeling that this very well could be it. I know Ben Holmes is, it was the first pick, but Deandre Johnson, man, this is, this guy's the big name, right? This is the one that was the last chance you star. Uh, People know him. People can recognize him. He played in uh, the XFL. So man, I love this pick. I love this pick. Well, and now, I mean, it's a, I guess it's a good problem to have two quarterbacks, depending on, on how you, how you use them. But I mean, this kid can play. Uh, he was a big time recruit at Florida state. Things didn't work out. He bounced around a lot, but uh, yeah, he can play. That is a big time pick for them, I think. Um, and, and uh, things are getting crazy because now we have another pick in the stars. Take case Cookus. case Cookus. Um, uh You look at what this kid, he, first off, he was a lumberjack at Northern Arizona, which you know, I got a, I got a soft spot for Northern Arizona football uh, in Flagstaff, Arizona, but uh, he's from thousand Oaks, California, right up the road. This guy's been all over New York giants. He was with the general look in the past year. Let me walk you through uh, from COVID hitting until now New York giants for a little bit on the practice squad. Then the generals in the spring league, then the Denver Broncos, then the Minnesota Vikings and the Las Vegas Raiders. And then the Edmonton Elks, the guy is well-traveled. Uh, but let me tell you in college, he could light it up, man. So uh, he had, listen to these stats, Rod, this, this guy through his freshman year in Northern Arizona, 37 touchdowns, five interceptions that in, as a freshman is incredible. Then 
Second year, he gets injured after four games, but through 13 touchdowns, just one interception. He comes back 22 touchdowns, six interceptions. Uh, he gets injured again his fourth year. So durability might be a question here, but then his fifth year, final year, 31 touchdowns over 4,000 yards passing. Now I will say this completion percentage uh, did go down throughout his career, but that might've been just, you know, coming back from injury. He's had time to, uh, to recover. I, what do you think of this pick by the, by the Philadelphia stars? Well, played alongside of uh, Brian Scott in the spring league as a general. Uh, and then he was brought on to the Elks who Edmonton had their, their fair share of, of nightmares at quarterback uh, last season. They suffered pretty big at the quarterback position. So I could see why they would try to sign another quarterback, but uh, he did not, he did not catch on unfortunately, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, the guy, the guy's proven he can play and he's been on some championship t- uh, caliber teams. So yeah, I, I pretty much see this as a, as a good thing, but you know, again, this, I don't know that this is going to be a, a quarterback controversy for, for them now. So <laughs> the stars aren't going to yeah. need that. Yeah. And, uh, and then, then now I see Brady white going to the Tampa Bay bandits. Brady white was a, uh, well, another guy from, from Southern California, Santa Clarita. Um, and Brady white is a guy that was very successful at Memphis. He was now he originally went to Arizona state. He followed Mike Norvell, who was the OC of Arizona at Arizona state to Memphis. And he was very successful as a starter. Now I will say this. I don't know who it is on Twitter that follows us that like went to high school. That was classic though. Cause uh, he definitely is, is not a huge fan of Brady white. So he's always saying fade Memphis. Well, no Brady white made him look like a fool. All the guy did was win games. He was with the spring league last year. Uh, shout out to Brady white getting drafted by the Tampa Bay bandits, Tampa Alphas Bay bandits. Team. Alphas were a good team last year uh, for the, for the spring league. So uh, I could definitely see him doing well. Oh no. What? Wait, wait, this is the next pick two Memphis quarterbacks back to back. These two played at the same time at Memphis. Paxton Lynch was the first quarterback. Paxton. Wow. Then uh, Brady white was the second. This is hilarious. Wait. So who drafted Paxton Lynch Panthers? Wow. 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 Jeff, Jeff Fisher. Fisher doing Jeff three things. Paxton Lynch. Look, sometimes in life, and look, he was great in college, but I'll say this. He lucked up payday wise in the NFL. Uh, I just saw recently he was released by the Saskatchewan team. And that's uh, what I was about to say. It was a big deal of him being over in Saskatchewan, but it couldn't break in because they already have a really good quarterback over there. And Braxton Lynch was supposed to be the guy to come in and take over that position. But there was no way Cody Fajardo was going to give up that role in Saskatchewan that he cemented for himself over there. So that kind of made Paxton Lynch persona non grata and now free to sign with the USFL. I I just got to say, I mean, Paxton Lynch going as the last quarterback in the, you know, the second round of quarterbacks in the USFL, just big hand for John Elway in his quarter, in his talent evaluation, (laughs) just big, big hand. I'm ready to get me some Memphis barbecue after that fire sale on Memphis tigers. Wow. Mike Norvell had cornrows. Never forget. What a way, (laughs) what a way to end end the night with Paxton Lynch. I, I heard so many circles talking about him speculating ever since he, he dropped out of Saskatchewan. We're, we're getting suspected. Uh, there, there's a uh, speculation on, on there potentially being a comp pick. So a to stick around quarterback pick, maybe, uh, maybe that's when Mark Sanchez gets drafted. Um, 
no, I mean the Memphis court, the, the, this was a fun second round of quarterbacks. If you ask yeah. me, and I, I think there's going to be a lot of, of quarterback controversies going on in camp. I think there's a real battle for a lot of these spots. I do too. I mean, we, it shaped up all of this out of nowhere. Yeah, it I'm started sorry. with a surprise and ended with one. With Shea Patterson, I feel like kind of caught everyone off guard, and I feel like Paxton Lynch caught everyone off guard too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. How about that for a storyline? Uh, what about? Well, let me ask you about this. It, look at look at what DeAndre Johnson and and both Paxton Lynch. Of course, he he was sort of a speculator, but those guys could have went. Those they probably should have went in the first round over some of right, these other right. guys, right? So so now we're take we're taking a look at some of the first round guys. We know Jordan Tamu was going to go. We knew Brian Scott was going to go. I mean, those of us who have yep, our ear to the yep. ground knew that was going to happen, but guys like Ben Holmes, Clayton Thorson, uh, Alec McGo, all these guys are like, what, <laughs> why, why <laughs> over uh, a Paxton Lynch and, and a Deandre Johnson. But I guess you write the wrongs in round two. You take your chance on the young guy back your uh, or draft your backup uh, who you're going to have fight him in, in, in camp next. Right. Shea Patterson. <laughs> And and Paxton Lynch signed me up for watching the that that uh, Jeff Fisher coach team. <laughs> I want I want a hard knock style like documentary like YouTube series on all these teams. Yeah, I mean they got to do something. Come on, even if we got to cover it, let's do it. Say, Colby, um, you live in LA, you can make that happen. Yeah, there we go. Fly Colby, fly. Uh, can you guys put up Colby in a hotel in uh, in Birmingham for like the entire month of April? I don't know oh. the pocketbook, but I would. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'll even get a job down there. Shit. Give me, give me a I'll roll burritos. I hear that has a lot of Greek restaurants. You can work at a diner. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this though. The last round of quarterback, well, the the second round of quarterbacks, which is the, what, who's the gun to your head? Best, best player. Let's go around here. Best, best player in that, uh, in that pool of quarterbacks, Rod, I'll start with you and then we'll hop down to chase and then USFL Jim. Not because I'm biased or anything, but I, I really will pick DeAndre Johnson. Again, we, we've we've seen him really succeed uh, at the levels that he's at, uh, and, and it's been fun to watch him. And then, of course, you know the name popularity and everything like that. But I think he brings an energy to that league that they need. And I, I think out of all of these guys that that we're looking at, you know, Paxton Lynch is at his chance. But I, I think he's the one that brings the most experience out of that group, and also the most talent. Do we see Brock Orsweiler? Um, uh, <laughs> Do we see Sam Darnold? Yes, yes. Uh, uh, my man Chase, what do you uh, what 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 do you go with that top quarterback there in the second the second slew of quarterbacks? Quite honestly, I, I got to lean to Brady White. Uh, I, I mean, let's look at this college production. I'm seeing in 2018 he threw for close to you know 3,200 yards. Threw for 4,000 in 2019. Threw for you know, 3,300 in 2020 and every single season had about a, like a three to one touchdown intercept interception radio, I, sorry, ratio. You can argue a little bit that maybe that's a little bit of, uh, of scheme, which I mean, that that's going to be, everyone's going to be speculative about that with those sort of numbers. But I mean, that's, that's pretty impressive, especially when you're completing, you know, over 60% of your passes. Yeah. 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 You make a great point, man. And, uh, uh, that, that is something to take note is, is, of that situation is how efficient he was. And even he played in the spring league and was pretty darn good too. Uh, USFL Jim. I'm going to be just incredibly biased here. I, I do think Paxton Lynch is probably my pick. He's just got the experience for days 
And I think in this kind of league, he thrives. He's got the size. He's got the, the girth. So with him paired up with Shea Patterson, you have the kind of like scrappy uh, run with it, dual threat quarterback of Shea Patterson. And then you just have your giant statuesque guy in Paxton Lynch. I think it covers all the angles you would want. I think he helps his team a ton. Yeah, you make a good point. I'm going to go with Kenji Bahar. Kenji Bahar is like, well, mainly because of the situation. Clayton Thorson, Kenji Bahar. If you ask me in college, I think I might have gone Kenji Bahar as the quarterback I would rather have. I know that sounds crazy, a Big Ten quarterback against an FCS quarterback, but you see it on the draft days. You know, what have Carson Wentz went before a slew of quarterbacks? Steve McNair went through a uh, before a slew of quarterbacks. Trey Lance. The FCS can create, so they have good quarterback play. So I, I think Kenji Bahar is one to watch with the Houston Gamblers. Uh, so keep an eye out there. Do we have, do we have any other, like, what, what, how about this? How about this? We're, we're in the middle of uh, this draft and obviously we'll be back tomorrow breaking stuff down, but I, I'll be honest. Like I, I haven't gone through and broke down every single team and looked at it from each team's point of view. We have time. Cool. What are you talking? Yeah. About? But I mean, I can, I'm saying on the, on the spreadsheet, I can see each sure. round, but I don't get to see it as a whole. Uh, I think the best draft honestly comes that comes to mind to me. If I had the gun to my head, you put me, you know, Colby, what is the best draft off the top of your head? I think it's the Philadelphia stars. Yes, I really do. I, yeah. I think we are. I think all three of us were going to say that I was thinking the stars or the bandits were also really strong. The Philadelphia yeah, actually, stars brought to you by Hardy's slash Carl's jr. <laughs> I, I, I thought the breakers had a really good draft too, but I, I think the stars, if I had to pick the one that I was most impressed by, it was the Philadelphia stars. And, and I, uh, what, I, what's I that? trust Bart Andrews more to actually develop talent too, with his, given his coaching coaching path and where he's, where he's been, he's been in these different leagues. Like he, he has experience, like trying to develop these guys that didn't come, didn't get drafted or maybe bounced around practice teams and trying to get the, get, get the, you know, some good plays on tape and get them, you know, up into the leagues and stuff. So I, I don't, we, Jim and I talked about this weeks ago. We thought Bart Andrews might've been the best hire of, of this coaching, you know, of these coaching uh, hires. He's my favorite human because he's coached in every type of league. Um, and I, you got a great, you make a great point because the guy's got coaching in his blood. You can tell because of, of what he's been through as far as every stop. Um, I thought the breakers though. I, and I think Kyle slaughter is going to be a steal. I think potential. Let me get crazy for a second here. Kyle slaughter. I think potential MVP candidate. You heard it here first pick Dundee coming at you. How about that? Let's do that. We, we, unless you wanted to, I don't want to shift the conversation yet. Uh, maybe you want to throw out some other teams you thought might've had the best draft, but I do want to talk after that about potential MVP, potential MVP odds aren't out yet, but Hey, I'm sure they will be. We know there's a gambling is going to be heavily influenced with the USFL. That's why the USFL gambling podcast is all on board. Uh, but uh, any other drafts we want to praise or perhaps throw stones at, I I want to go ahead and, and crown an MVP now, but that's just because I'm biased. Like I said, look, I, I know that the generals are my team, but I, I got a root for uh, Brian Scott. Like I really do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jim. I love the guy. Cause look, he's won championships almost everywhere he's been. So like he's, he's gets a wake of championships in his, in his path. And you know, nothing but good things I think are in store for this guy. Got the right head on his shoulders. 
Uh, I know I'll be talking to him soon. Uh, definitely, I, I can let it out of the bag now that we we have been in contact the last few days. Uh, just just to you know, he hasn't he doesn't he keeps things very close to the vest. I will tell you that much. But you know, uh, yeah, I, I like that. So. So, so Brian Scott, MVP candidate. I, I, I think it's a pretty solid play. I actually think he might be odds on favorite. I think him and Jordan Tamu would probably be up there, but I think Kyle slaughter. Now we haven't seen running backs, wide receivers get drafted yet. So potentially, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but uh, Kyle slaughter, I'm going to throw it out there. Any other quarterbacks before we switch position? I'm going to say Shea Patterson, just based on the fact that that offensive line, I think is going to be really strong for the Michigan Panthers. And I think that's going to allow him to kind of have time in the pocket and uh, get the yards and stats he needs, especially with Jeff Fisher saying he's going to go to a more high powered offense. Yeah. Uh, Chase, you got, you got an MVP play. I mean, blindly right now, we don't have running backs or receivers yet, but uh, perhaps a quarterback, you know, 2022, they, you know, let me complain for a second. They always try to give it to the quarterback. Right. <laughs> right. No, I, so I'm going to do two things, which is one, be a big, disgusting Homer and two, agree with you, which is uh, uh, Kyle slaughter. I, I think him with Larry Fedora, that just makes sense. I mean, you look, he Larry Fedora turned Mitch Trubisky into like a top five pick yeah. like, with someone with that sort of athleticism. I mean, he's catching passes. He ran for almost 3000 yards in college. Like that. This is, this is like a, a Mr. Kind of do it all that. I mean, when a play breaks down, I would like to have, and I, you know, given with uh, how much time they're going to have to prepare, there's probably going to be a lot of plays breaking down. Let's be honest. Yeah, you're right. And, and chase, I can count on me and you in new Orleans, Louisiana next year, and maybe even Birmingham, Alabama this yeah. year, or Canton, Ohio yeah. with the slaughter for slaughter Saturdays banner. Yeah. On the sidelines, I can't wait. Let's go, Kyle Slaughter. Okay, let's switch positions. Sergeant Slaughter, sign me up. Yes, Sergeant Slaughter for life. All right, uh, uh, let's hop on into offensive line. All right, they never get the attention. Well, guess what? Over here at Sports Gambling Podcast, we love the Hog Mollies. All right, so we're gonna talk offensive line all day. Who do you think had the best offensive line draft? I mean, I know this is a tough question to ask. Cause you, you, it's hard. It gets lost in film study. You know, did this guy do the right things here? I mean, combining two of these guys, you didn't see them together playing as a unit. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we, we got to make bold predictions. We are the sports gambling podcast and uh, we are the USFL gambling podcast. So we got to form an opinion, whether we don't know how the offensive line unit will fully be or not. But I can tell you this because there's more picks to be made, obviously, but right now, if you told me, uh, Colby, pick pick an offensive line unit that you think you are most impressed by, I'm going to go with the Birmingham Stallions because they use their extra pick on 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 both sides of the line of scrimmage. By the way, on both sides of the line of scrimmage, Skip Holt saying we don't need skill positions. All right, let's just get let's get nasty, let's get dirty, let's get grimy. So I'm going to go with the Birmingham Stallions with the offensive line. They added Justice Powers, they added Matthew Snow. They added uh, O'Shea Dugas, Dugas, Dugas. I don't know. Um, and uh, what are you guys going with, uh, Rod? Uh, give me the Maulers. I like the Isaiah Battle Call. I really do. And then they backed it right back up with Charles Baldwin. So uh, I think they made a good, good couple of picks there to, at the six-seven turn. And but they started it off with uh, Chidi Okike. So uh, that's that's a good little trio they got going to to guard the quarterback in that first three rounds of offensive tackle. Man, you just pronounce those names so flawlessly. 
make me seem like such a such a, a an idiot over here. But uh, <laughs> hey, maybe I am. Uh, Chase, what do you think? Best offensive line? You got to pick one. I don't know. I mean, uh, is there? I, I know they're not completed yet, so you you know, I don't know that there's a right answer at the moment. But if you had gun to your head, you think uh, I don't know. Well, the Michigan Panthers got Keith Williams. I don't know. What do you think? It was going to be Michigan. Uh, I, I like that they went out and they got Big Ten beef to protect to protect Shea Patterson, their number one pick. Uh, you know, it, with these leagues, I, great play. I mean, even with the NFL, great players can come from anywhere. I do like that they kind of went with like name brand there with the Big Ten player from Michigan. Yeah, they got to protect Shea or Paxton. By the way, Shea or Paxton. If you had to name a son, your son, one of the two, what would you do? Pass. <laughs> that's a that's a tough question. With a CK. My yeah. son's gonna the name is gonna be uh, Lashawn J, which is spelled L apostrophe and then the word changes. That's what I was gonna do. <laughs> I would name my son Paxson. Get rid of the T. It's like John Paxson, the old Chicago Bull burying threes. Uh, USFL Jim, and I know it's XFL Jim on Twitter, guys. All right, I'm I'm not being uh, I'm not trying to poke poke you know not trying to push the guy right. I mean, but look behind me. Look behind me. Yeah, he's got the USFL. I know this guy. All right. Well, we went to a, a, a XFL game and well, you, you know how I, you know how I know I love USFL Jim is because he had like a binder, like an old school binder you would have in like fifth grade math, right. Of uh, every team's offensive formations in the U in the XFL. I mean, that, that is a guy that I can break bread with right there. That is a solid human being. So let me ask you this offensive line play. I know we've all been, you know, I, I know it's a tough question because we, we haven't seen the the full lines drafted yet, but, but if you had to right now, is there a team that stands out to you? I was going to say it was a tie between what these two guys said. They kind of like stole my thunder here. I thought the Maulers and the Panthers had the two best picks that I had to go just Homer with that and go Panthers. Just they get in that big 10 big meat. I think these guys are going to be perfect for a run style, which I feel like, even though he says he wants to be high powered, it's Jeff Fisher. He's a run first kind yeah. of guy. High powered, high powered is 12 passes a game for Jeff Fisher. Exactly. I think, <laughs> I think these are the kinds you want these big guys that could just lean into defenses and just run, run, run. I love that. What uh, Michigan's done with the offensive line. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's shift over. I know we're going to, we've been rocking for five hours. I know all you guys probably, uh, you know, want to go have a uh, microwave dinner, but um, let's talk defensive backs. Let's talk some defensive backs here. Uh, what do you think? We we got what three rounds in, four rounds in, right? On defensive backs, four. Yeah. Uh, so that that's pretty. That one, I feel like we could form our opinion a little bit better. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say out the gate that I I you know I'm a Colorado guy. The Bandits got Delrick a- Abrams, and, and I was impressed with him at Colorado. For him being, a, he's like I said, he's extremely skinny, but he's actually somewhat physical for being a skinny cornerback. Uh, I thought him, Devonte Davis, uh, Christian Campbell. I thought the, I, I'm going to go ahead and say the Bandits did uh, the best to me with the defensive backs. Uh, Rod, do you have you have a, a team that maybe maybe you say, hey, I think this team might have something. I know it's early, and I know I'm asking these questions on the fly. We didn't prep this. So uh oh, good. I, I I'm I like the way the generals are shaping up. Devontae Bosby is a huge get, and I think that that's gonna shape that whole that whole defensive back right there, uh backfield because he he brings that experience with him. And and again, uh, he's got so much of it to give that uh, that was a great first pickup, and I could see why he went as the er, as early as he did in these cornerback rounds. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wolf of Oaklawn pressure is on you with the defensive backfield. I think this actually might've been the best pick of the draft. Uh, it's going to be uh, Derek Jones from Ole Miss going to going to the breakers. Uh, I one he's a, he's kind of a, you know, a conversion projects. Uh, so played wide receiver has some ball skills. And I mean, kind of set off the, uh, the rush on land shark defense, uh, you know, their defensive backs. I mean, he comes from a pretty salty unit. I'm kind of excited to see what Derek Jones does. I think he might end up being the most valuable pick from this, from today's first day of draft. Uh, USFL Jim quick take. And then I, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you two questions. I want your defensive backs and then top defense. You think defense, which might, backs. it might go hand in hand, by the way, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't give a crap about defensive backs. I love them, but I'm all about the upfront, the hogs, the big boys, and I have to represent the Michigan Panthers. They took my favorite player, the number one player on the New York Guardians, the number one defense in the XFL. Give them to me all day. It's the Panthers. They have the best defense. Michigan Panthers, who they, and by the way, uh, like I think he's alluding to, uh, well, well, I don't know. Kayvon Walker. Was that the one Kayvon yeah. Walker? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to, so Jeff Fisher, you know, and he's a defensive uh, of guy. So I, I, I kind of, I kind of think even if I'm looking at this on paper and say, Oh, well, this defense might not be legit. I'm going to count. I'm going to trust the guy that's been part, part of a well coaching defense for what? 30 years. And also played in the 46 defense with the 85 bears. And played at USC and his secondary was Ronnie Lott, Dennis Smith. Uh, who was the fourth one? I don't remember, but uh, Joey Browner. I'm going to go ahead and trust that this guy knows a thing or two about defense. So you're probably right with the call of Michigan Panthers. Rod, what do you I think? I agree with Rod, by the way, that the generals have the best team backfield. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just and, and in general, though, I think so. I think they do too. Uh, with, with everybody that they pick, with all of their edge rushers and everybody. I mean, I, I really do feel like. Uh, the generals have it with Malik hammer. Uh, they've got Colin Hill, uh, you know, they, they've got a lot of good guys, Bryson young. We talked about, I, I really think that that is a very stout defensive unit altogether. Uh, Wolf of Oakland. Uh, if you had to pick a defense, I know you're going to probably go breakers because you think they're going to go undefeated. And, and I agree with you, but uh, wh- wh- what do you got there? I actually, I mean, I, there, there's one pick that I really like that's outside of the breakers. And it's, it's the Chris Odom pick from uh, for the gamblers. Uh, has played NFL snaps. I mean, I think that's going to, he's going to give them a chance to be a really good defense just by providing a pretty good pass rush more than likely. Uh, Also is Arkansas state. So I can still be a big disgusting Homer. I knew it. There was something hidden behind that, but yes, go gamblers. I got the helmet here. I got the helmet. Go gamblers. Um, All right. Well, look, we got this. you, You thought this was day one. You thought there was only one day? No, 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 no. The USFL gambling podcast is covering all 35 rounds. All right. That's like, uh, come on. You don't just watch one police Academy. You watch all 13. All right. That's how you do it. Uh, and we got you covered here on the USFL gambling podcast. Thanks to our guests, by the way, uh, all of our guests, even the ones that aren't present for making this thing. Uh, you know, I thought it was a pretty damn good production. Uh, shout out to everybody. Adam Pelletier doing a great job behind the scenes. People don't realize that. Um, and, and really all of our guests, all of our guests, Wolf of Oaklawn, AKA chase. You can follow him on Twitter at of Oaklawn XFL gym. You can follow him on Twitter at XFL gym. 
let's call him USFL Jim for right now though. Uh, and, and everyone else, NC Nick. I mean, we had everybody come in here I, I, and I for, forgive me for not having everyone's names up. Even our guest players that got drafted today. Congratulations. I hope, uh, I hope uh, honestly you, you guys have a, a nice and healthy year and healthy career and, and hopefully keep pushing away at this dream of yours because good things do happen when you work hard. I do believe that. Uh, so thank you so much. And remember 7 AM on the West, just to paint the picture guys, I'm going to a stand-up show right now. I'm waking up at 5 AM coming back here and me and my guy Rod via Gomez are going to knock out the remaining part of the draft. And hopefully We'll be, I don't know what your guys' situation is. I, I haven't checked off, off, uh, you know, behind the scenes here, but hopefully we see you back tomorrow. Absolutely. Everybody. Yes. Thanks thanks for having us, man. We really enjoyed it. You are more than welcome. Check out their show guys. Uh, uh, We got a new show coming out Wednesday night, spring fever. We cover all alternative football leagues, baby. It's what the garage is about. That's what I'm talking about. Spring fever, man. Check out spring fever. Honestly, these guys are great. They're hardworking. They know what they're talking about. And I, and overall, I think they're entertaining and they're funny. So check them out. Uh, uh, There we go. There we go. Uh, Subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast, guys, subscribe to the sports gambling podcast, get the SGPN app. It is free to download in the app store and Google play store and you get access. I sound like a broken record, but I'm just still going to drill this into your brain. All the Rod Via Gomez wrote wrote a great piece on what was it? What was it? Uh, was it DBs? Yep. Yeah, DBs. You get that. There's still some of those DBs that are out there that will be drafted later on. You're going to get all of that. But even bigger than that, other sports, NASCAR, uh, fantasy football. Rod Via Gomez hosts both. Both podcasts are great. I highly recommend them. We have a soccer podcast with Billy Biate. We got, uh, you know, just a slew of podcasts all on the lineup. Go check those out. We bust our ass trying to give you those things and we give it to you free. So uh, uh, do that. If you can USFL gambling podcast, I appreciate each and every one of you that tuned in and uh, we're very, very excited for spring football. We are all believers that football is a year round sport. There's a lot of people that talk trash saying, Oh, this isn't the NFL. Look, we'll see at the end of the day. Football is going to work long term. Last time a, a pandemic ruined it. This is going to work. The XFL is going to work. The CFL is great to watch too. So, football year round, we got you covered on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, thank you so much and have a wonderful night. Signing off, I'm Pick Dundee. He's Rod Via Gomez, and you're rocking with the USFL Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You better start thinking about yours. And we are out of here. All right. So let's rock. Where's my song? Where's my song?